Welcome to this week's episode of the 608 Sports Podcast. Today we have our Thanksgiving special, which includes preview of the Thanksgiving games and a special edition of the weekly top five. Of course, as always, we will recap last week's games from both the NFL and college football and recap the college football rankings. All right, let's go. Thanksgiving. Hope everyone has a fantastic holiday and be sure to play the podcast for your family um, so they can get a listen and see what the 608 Sports Podcast is all about. Um, Anyways, that was Give Thanks and Praise by Bob Marley, which we thought would be pretty fitting for this week's Thanksgiving special. We're going to save the Thanksgiving stuff for a bit later into the show and try to follow our normal order. So we start with College Hoops, where we have some news to cover and a few key games to talk about. Kicking things off, we want to talk about Paolo Banchero, who we didn't touch on last week because we weren't sure how it was going to all unfold. If you don't know by now, 10 days ago, Coach K's grandson and Paolo Banchero were pulled over for a DUI. Coach K's son was charged with a DUI and consuming alcoholic beverage under the age of 21. Um, Paolo was charged with aiding and abetting a DUI, which I didn't even know was really a thing. Um, and then Coach K's grandson has been suspended from team activities while Paulo has received no repercussions from the team. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, I think that's quite interesting that they didn't even suspend him for a couple games, um, but that's kind of where we're at. Really surprised that the NCAA hasn't stepped in and done anything here because this seems like right in their alley to get in, get involved, make their name known because the NCAA always likes to get involved in stuff like this, so... I don't know. Yeah, whether they're not welcome, that's usually when they swoop in and try and make things happen. But, like, right. I don't know, if you just kept it between the team and, yeah, Paolo probably should have set out at least one game. At he was least one. He was starting the next night yeah. after it happened, so that's kind of messed up. Yeah, but, yeah I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I guess not all that surprising, but still slightly surprising. Like, you'd think maybe they just suspend him for one game, kind of sweep it under the rug type thing. Yeah. But, it's already been swept under the rug. Oh, yeah, 100%. You haven't heard anything about it, no, really, yeah. since the day of and the but, day after. But, I don't know, but yeah, college kids, they'll learn. And make some <laughs> mistakes. I think I have three under. I had three underages, so, but I wasn't driving. I came I out clean. That's hot. That's really <laughs> hot. <laughs> Jealous. Um, all right, so anything else on the Apollo thing? I, we just figured we'd no, talk about yeah, it. No, we yeah, we just missed it last week. And yeah, we didn't I, – I mean, I guess we – It should we, be bigger news. Right, and we were kind of expecting it to blow up a little bit after last week, so we were going to save it for this week, but it didn't. So, yeah, um, yeah so we figured we'd talk about it this week. All right, let's get into the games. Um, Gonzaga-UCLA was the first one, obviously, one versus two. Uh, that happened last night. Yep. Crazy game. Um, I don't even know. Not really, I guess. But where where do they even play it? 
I don't even know. It was at some tournament, right? Yeah, I don't even. I actually don't know. Um, is that some random ass stadium yeah. or random ass arena? Because it was in Maui or Atlantis. Um, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where it was at, but T-Mobile Arena. Where is that? T-Mobile is in Vegas. Oh, so that's where it was. Vegas. I believe. Yeah. Yep. But either way, yeah, Zags look dominant. UCLA has looked good, but I think. Uh, Zach is just more complete team right now. Yeah, well, and I, I, I mean, I put in our notes. I was like, if you've been listening to us talk about college basketball, all this like was kind of the outcome you expected. Cause yeah, we, we we've been talking about how good Gonzaga is. They're all around team, yeah. and how we think UCLA is a little bit overrated. Yeah. Um, like we've said, like they were an 11 seed last year. You have to remember that, and they haven't really done anything. No. Or added anything. No. To yeah, they've added no pieces and just returning the same guys and right. beats. One good team in the tournament, I'd say, to get to the Final Four. One right. really good team. I don't think it happened in March, but I think that's kind of why UCLA ended up in the Final Four, obviously, because anything could happen. Right, but, you get hot. I don't you know. Get just, hot at the right time. It's a lot of expectations for a team that was an 11 seed. Yeah. I'll just keep repeating that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard to say. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll turn it around, but you got to remember, like, they were an 11 seed last year for a reason. They barely made it. They were the first. They were in the first four yeah. or whatever. Yeah, right? first four in. Yeah. And so it's like, I mean, how good were they last year all season? They weren't that good. They got hot in the tournament. They made a run. That happens every time. But you don't usually see those teams that get hot as an 11 seed turn around and become the preseason number two. Um, and I think we kind of got a display of that last night. Yeah. But, um, you know, the same thing happened last year with Gonzaga, and it's happened the last Four or five years, they look great, ranked however high they are. They're going to roll through the regular season. they got a big game Friday now against Duke. That'll be another good one, but I think they rolled Duke too. Yep, but So it's all about just getting it done in March. Right. I mean, we're going to be – I think they'll undoubtedly be the best team in the country all year. Oh. And I would – they were last year. Right. I don't think you could argue that. They're just the best team in the country and just came up short. When March came, so yeah. I think it's going to be the same story this year. Um, hopefully it's not the same turnout. I don't think this is the same team. They have a rim protector this year with Chet, but yeah. you never know. We'll see. Undefeated uh, in the regular season? I don't know about all that. but No, I don't know either, but. they. I mean, they could definitely do it for yeah. sure. Um, they get through Duke this week. I mean. I'd, we just kind of think about they are, yeah, they played number two team and they played number five team on Friday, so it's like. If, they can beat those two in the beginning of the season when right. they might not have everything figured out. Like right. that, they, they every team still has, still has room to grow. So for sure. Also, we got to talk about Dickie V being back last night. Yeah, that was sick. Super cool. So emotional. Obviously, at the beginning yeah. of the game. And then he I didn't see it. that. I didn't see the beginning of the game. I just watched the second half. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, so so cool for him to be out there with all he's going through. Um, I think. It would be really cool if um, ESPN and CBS could make some sort of uh, thing happen where he could call a tournament game. I know he's called like the Final Four for ESPN International before, but he's never called like an actual tournament yeah. game on the televised broadcast. So I think, if obviously, barring that he's healthy enough to do it and he's cleared for it by then, it would be super cool to see. I got a little choked up watching the video yeah, at the beginning. Same, same, um, and especially like I think. They've done it with, I think it was Craig Sager that they did it with. He was yeah, able to call yeah. a finals game or be there for mm-hmm. the finals game. Um, I think it would be super cool if ESPN and like TNT and TBS or whatever, CBS, I guess it really is, 
could work something out where he would be able to call a tournament game because it would be something super special. Obviously, when you think of college commentary, like Dickie V is right at the top. I mean, I, I really couldn't even He's name got like 40 plus years, I think. Yeah. I so. mean, and it's just like, just incredible. Obviously, like, yeah, he's getting old, but it would be super cool to see him do yeah, that. Yeah, because obviously he called the big game last night, and I don't see him calling too many other games. So. Right. And I, I just, I think, like, obviously it makes him really happy. Obviously, yeah. you could tell that with yeah. his emotions pouring out and stuff. So I think it would be super cool for him, his family, everything, if they could do something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, but anyway, super cool moment. You don't get to see those very often in sports, and especially in the 1v2 early in the season. It was super cool Cool to watch him call that game last night. Uh, so moving on. Yep. Wisconsin-Houston. Obviously, we have to talk about this. Um, we've kind of talked about it. Badgers are going to beat some teams that they're not supposed to beat. They're going to lose to some teams that they probably shouldn't lose to, and I think this was a great display of that last yeah, night. Yeah, they can ride this win. You know, I think – Depending on how the season goes, you know, that might be right in the bubble for the tournament, so you can look back at being number 12, Houston, because Houston's going to have a great year. I mean, they're a really good team. They just came out cold, you know. Obviously, but they're a pretty good team when they yeah. almost came back by down, from down Yeah, they were in the Final half. Four last year, so. Right. Um, I think Johnny Davis is an absolute stud, yeah, only a sophomore. He's an NBA guy. Yeah, we haven't seen – I mean, obviously, Frank the Tank, he's been doing some stuff in the league, and he was – so dominant but as, like, in college, but like as a as a pro fr- prospect, right? Yeah, right. He's the best. Well, we don't. Know, I don't know. Not the best, but definitely the most pro. Yeah, pro ty- yeah, yeah, type style and everything. Probably since Devin Harris, I would say. Yeah, or Tucker. Yeah, Tucker maybe. But I mean, Sam Decker was obviously great, but. Right, yeah, and like just from the guard position, like we haven't seen no, play yeah, like that, where no. some where we have a guard that can just like take over a game. Yeah. Uh, especially a big game so. like that against Houston. It'll be interesting to see what he can add to the team as he continues to grow, especially only being a sophomore. Yeah, hopefully again for two more years. Yeah, and this ho- year or next year. Right. And I I hope that he you know, he's gonna have some of those games if we get into the tournament in March, like he could definitely take over some of those games and win us a couple games by himself. Like oh, yeah. literally like he obviously showed that last night and I think he'll continue to show that. Yeah, he's gonna have some off nights. He's still yeah. young. Yeah. But uh, I think He's he's something to look forward to as a Badger basketball fan for yeah. sure. And the whole team they they play hard. I mean they're all young. They don't know any better. Right. You know, so it's just like they go give it their all. Right. Um, and I think a not lot the, of like, them the are prettiest fight- product. No. But no, and I think a lot of them are kind of fighting for minutes right now. Like yeah. we're running ten guys. Yeah. You know, and it's like obviously guards doing that early season try to figure out who he can trust and, yeah so they're know, trying to make their minutes count right for, for sure. sure and i think it's actually helping the team so it'll be interesting to see how long he runs yeah with 10 guys just because in the big 10 it's gonna right. have to tidy up yeah for sure probably seven eight man rotation right. right but it would be nice to have 10 guys yeah that, that can, can play. play yeah right because if somebody gets hurt or if you know it's just a couple back-to-back games that we're playing you know it would be nice to have 10 guys that can play but obviously the rotation is going to slim, slim down just a little bit so yeah it'll be interesting to see who those you know six seven eight guys are um and then not going to really talk about every game individually, but we wanted to talk about the Big Ten kind of sucking it up so yeah, far in the early, so far. You know, early season. Um, Ohio State has fallen out of the top 25. Um, Michigan has fallen to 20 after losing to Seton Hall and getting drilled by 17th-ranked Arizona. 
Um, Illinois with back-to-back losses to Marquette and a tight one, 66-67. Um, then got beat by 20 by Cincy. Um, they the the game against Cincy came out af- or was after the rankings, so Illinois fell to 14. But I expect them to fall further. Yeah, obviously. Um, but yeah, once this Badger game gets rolling, um, we have it on TV here, so we're gonna give you some updates. Yeah. Um, once it starts, but. Well it's, well, it's on, but... Yeah, double OT, <laughs> Auburn, UConn. Um, looks like UConn's going to win 115-109. to 109. <laughs> So, uh, I think the over hit in that game by about 60 points. Yeah. So, all right. Let's keep this thing rolling, I guess. Um, so, we're going to start with the college football rankings um, that came out last night. Again, per usual... Um, so, not a whole lot shaking up in the top 10 outside of Michigan State, who fell. Um, but everybody pretty much moves up, uh, except for Bama fell to three. Ohio State moved up to two. Cincinnati in there at the fourth spot. Michigan at five. Notre Dame, six. Oklahoma State, seven. Baylor, eight. Ole Miss, nine. And Oklahoma back into the top 10 at 10. Um, oh, and obviously Oregon fell out to 11. Yeah. Um, no real surprises barring the results of the games no, last yeah. week. I think everybody kind of expected everything to happen. Um, Alabama played in a tight one, which we'll talk about. So Ohio State jumped them. Um, but I think what we wanted to do this week is because we only have one regular season week left. It um, has flown by. Yeah. Unbelievable. Can't, yeah, I can't got one it. more week. Yeah, holy, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, last week college football coming up. Then obviously you got the championship games and the bowl games. But it's crazy that the season's already over, um, pretty much. Um, but there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens in this next yeah. week and two weeks with uh, championship games. So what we wanted to do this week, um, kind of talk about the roads to the playoff for the top four or the teams that are outside the top four. Um, Badger game just came on, 15-15, Wisconsin against St. Mary's, 10-30 left in the first half. So, tight one to start. Um, anyways, as I was saying, um, we want to start with um, some of the teams that are outside the top four because obviously everybody knows what the teams in the top four need to do to stay yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, so, number five, Michigan, probably be the easiest one to knock out real quick. Um, so, they obviously have to beat Ohio State next week. Um, and then I think even if they play in a tight one in the Big Ten Championship, they're still in. Yeah, regardless. Even, yeah, even I don't, if they win. Yeah, I don't. Wins I, a win. Like. Right. You're you're gonna beat number two, and then you're gonna beat probably I don't know if we're, if we win next week. Yeah. It'll be 12. And especially if Wisconsin goes, they'll right. be way more respected. Right. You know, so for sure, like if 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 the Badgers win next week, I think we can move up to maybe twelve. So then. And even a, if Minnesota wins, right. they're respectable. Obviously, I think they're in the top. 20 right yeah so top 20 matchup in the big I 10 championship know. you know i don't think so minnesota no they're not right wow all yeah. right never mind um but yeah so michigan just went out win the last two games yeah. i don't think it matters what kind of fashion they get it done and if it's no. ugly games i yeah. think they're still in uh it would be hard to leave a one loss um Big Ten champion yeah. out of the playoffs. And people are talking about Michigan being at four instead of Cincy two. So mm-hmm. it's like. Um, so then moving on, we've got Notre Dame, who's at the fifth spot. I think, or sorry, the sixth spot. Um, 
I think they have to blow out a not so good Stanford team. Obviously, win in convincing fashion. Yeah. I think they need Alabama um, to win out, Cincy to win out, uh, and then Oklahoma State loses to Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma State bounces back and wins in the rematch, but in a close one. Wait, Bama to win out? Or no, sorry, Georgia to win out. Georgia to win out. Yeah. And yep. Bama loses. Bama to loses. Yep. Yeah. And then I think, realistically, they just want everything in the top four to stay the same outside of Bama. Um, and then they need Michigan to lose, obviously, to Ohio State. That way, that Ohio State stays there. Um, then you'd have one at with Georgia, two Ohio State, three Cincinnati. Um, Michigan would fall because they lose to Ohio State. Yep. Um, and I think. Depending on what happens in the Big 12. So, obviously, I think Oklahoma State needs to lose to Oklahoma this week. Um, and then they'd have a rematch of Bedlam in the Big Ten cha- or Big 12 championship. Um, so, then I think if Oklahoma State wins in a close one, I think it would be hard to put a Oklahoma State in above Notre Dame. Because Notre Dame, remember, doesn't have a championship game to play. Yeah, yeah. So, I think... I think the best case scenario would be a split between Oklahoma State and Oklahoma um, and in probably two close games um, for Notre Dame to sneak in there. Um, so then we're going to move on. Oklahoma State, I think, um, probably has the best chance in the Big 12 to get in. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I think they need to blow out Oklahoma. Um, yeah, it's I, a tough I, Realistically, task. I think they have to blow out Oklahoma. And then win convincingly in the Big 12 championship. That would either be against Oklahoma again or uh, Baylor. If Baylor wins, um, they're in if Oklahoma loses. So you'd have an Oklahoma State-Baylor matchup. Uh, then you need Bama to lose. Ohio State blows out Michigan. Uh, and then the Big 10 West winner, you know, or they'll, they'll win that game. So obviously if it's the Badgers, they gotta they got to blow them out too. Yeah. Um, so that they stay at two, um, and then you got to hope Notre Dame doesn't look that great against Stanford. I think um, that would really be the only chance there. Yeah, um, I don't see Notre Dame getting in. Yeah. Anyway, I mean but, it. It'll be close. It it's gonna come. Obviously, it's gonna you're gonna have to see where the chips fall. Yeah. But, next week, next week will be fun. Yeah. Next week's gonna be nuts. Um, and then for Oklahoma, I think they have a better chance than Baylor. Obviously, because. Baylor has the two losses already. Um, even though they're ranked ahead of them, I still think that Oklahoma has a better shot because Baylor doesn't control their own own destiny. Oklahoma does. Yep. So if Oklahoma were to win this week, um, they'll be playing Oklahoma State in a rematch, as we said. Um, and I think if they blow them out in two straight games, it's going to be really hard for the committee to look at that and not let them in. Um, but you also are going to need some chips to fall. Ohio State's going to have to win two. Bama's going to have yeah, to lose Yeah, it all comes down to Bama and Georgia. Right. And then Notre Dame, again, probably needs to look like trash against Stanford um, just because, again, they're already ranked ahead of them. So it's going to be hard if Notre Dame goes and gets the job done against Stanford and all the chips fall correctly for them to not put Notre Dame in yep. just based on where the rankings are. Now, yeah. I don't think Notre Dame's the better team than most of these teams. But, no, yeah. Um, and then I don't really see a road for Baylor. No. Um, yeah, they're done. They're going to have to blow out Texas Tech. Oklahoma's going to have to lose. And then they're going to have to blow out Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship and everything and else that Oklahoma needed 
Um, but it's just going to be hard to yeah, see them put them the in outside. with the two yeah. with the two losses already. It's They'll just be one of them in one of those first bowl games. Yeah, one of the big sure. ones. Probably the New Year's Six bowls. Yeah, I just I don't I don't see them getting in. It's going to be tough with the two losses. You have anything else on the college football playoffs? Um, no, I like that Ohio State jump Bama. Yeah, right? same. I mean, they're putting. It shows that committee is who's the better, the best teams right now. So it's the four best teams at the end of the season. You know that's kind of what you want. Right. That's what the whole year's been preparing for. You put the four best teams that you can that the country has to offer. Right. That's why Cincy has been out now since people lost. Now they're in. But so if you had to guess right now, who, so say Bama loses to Georgia. Anyway. Yeah. Who do you think's in? Who would, or who would Bama go in at four? You're kind of screwing my. I know. Oklahoma, or my freest <laughs> month, or Jesus, my take of the week here. Oh, sorry. Um, but I think realistically, I think what happens if Bama loses and they're not in, which yeah. they shouldn't be if they lose. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but I, f- I, I think Oklahoma in. State gets in. Oklahoma State. I think they're gonna get in. Yeah. That'd that's going to be my take of the four. week. I'm just going to put oh, that out okay. there right now. As okay. Oklahoma State's going to be the playoffs. Getting. Yep. Um, I That'd just, be a wild four. Yeah. Cincy and Oklahoma State and yeah. Ohio State, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> so what I think it would look like then would be obviously Georgia one, Ohio State two. Cincy's going to be three. They're going to play Georgia, probably get rolled. but um, And then Oklahoma State will fall into the four there. Wait, Georgia would still be the number one seed? Mm-hmm. You said, yeah. Oh, oh. one versus four. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, no. Ah, right. uh, so Oklahoma State would actually play Georgia. Georgia. Yep. Yep. I know how State would roll, Cincy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to the games um, from college football last week. Um, so all these rankings that I'm going to read are from where they were prior to the rankings. Yeah. Um, just to kind of give you a little bit of perspective of what the games actually were at that time, not what they were um, as of Tuesday. Uh, so Georgia won, obviously still won, against Charleston Southern, 56-7. So stupid. S- yep. My only note on this game <laughs> is there's, there is their dumbass cupcake game in the middle of the season. Yeah. SEC is so annoying with that shit. I don't get it. Um, I guess it's obviously worked in their favor because you're playing like a cupcake game in the middle of the yeah, season. Yeah, rest probably. all your guys. Pretty but. much, right. Um, scrimmage yeah right 56 13 d yeah so <laughs> stupid um but yeah not much on that game so then we get to uh 25 arkansas against what was two bama um so this is kind of why i put this in here this will kind of give you some perspective as to why bama fell yeah um they won 42 to 35 uh I think, obviously, this is the reason why it was a close game against an Arkansas team that had just cracked into the top 25. Don't think they're that good. Um, you're kind of seeing a Bama defense that we've never seen in the past, giving up a bunch of points yeah. to teams they shouldn't be giving up. Yeah. Obviously, the offense is super electric, but they shouldn't be giving up 35 points to Arkansas. So Never, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's obviously why oh, – um, Ohio State jumps from four to two um, yeah, because yeah they rolled they rolled but, and we'll get to that in a minute yep. and then this is again number three Oregon number sixteen Utah obviously Oregon no longer in the top ten um, thirty eight to seven Utah <laughs> and boy did this I one didn't, cost me some money no yeah same I didn't know Utah was ranked that high really no 
I thought I didn't. Yeah, I thought they were twenty to twenty-five. Yeah, no, sixteen. They got. They just. They died. I have no. I know absolutely nothing about Utah football, but they come up with big wins every year, and every, they're always in the top twenty. Yeah, every time. And it's so, like, who the hell is Utah played? And then they yeah. go and beat Oregon. Yeah. It's like, why? How? I was and never. They, I was never very big on Oregon. No, me either. But, but. um, Oregon goes into Utah, gets demolished in all facets yeah, of the game. That's embarrassing. I mean, literally all facets of the game. It obviously hurts Oregon. They're pretty much have no chance into. They have literally no chance no into chance. the college football playoff anymore at this point. Um. Pac-12 is going to miss out on another year of the playoffs. They have mm-hmm. no chance to get anybody in again. No. Um, be, it, obviously, it sucks for Oregon, but they're going to probably win 10 games this year, and you can't really complain about that. No. So. No, you can't. Or 11 games, right? Was that the 11. first loss? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, 10. No, yeah, they'll be 10 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so a couple other scores um, that aren't in the Big Ten, which we're going to in a second. Uh, 28-21, Oklahoma over Iowa State. Played in a tight one against an unranked Iowa State team. Obviously didn't look that good. There's a reason that Baylor's Iowa State came in at, like, number nine, didn't they? Yeah, at the beginning the of the season. Yeah. Something like that. They were up there, top 15 for yeah. sure, I know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Iowa State, disappointing season for them, but they played in a tight one with Oklahoma. Then Oklahoma State takes care of business against Texas Tech, twenty-three to nothing. Um, Oklahoma State's defense is better than is any, any other defense that they've had, and as far as I can remember, so that's another bonus point for them um, trying to get into the playoff. There, you can tell the committee is looking at who's a more complete team, yeah, um, versus just like an electric offense versus an electric defense. Yeah, and I think again going back to the Bama Ohio State thing. Ohio State's defense, besides the top, the la- the first three games of the season, has looked really, really yeah, good. Yeah, they've and stepped it up. To pair it with that electric offense, where Bama has an electric offense, but the defense is kind of faltered, um, I think that's another reason why you see that jump. Um, and then one more score, Ole Miss 31-17 over Vandy. Takes care of business of, against a shitty Vandy team. Um, obviously, if you're Ole Miss... You're sitting on the outside looking in, looking for a lot more than 31-17. Um, but they got the job done. Give themselves a chance, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to the Big Ten. First game we're going to talk about, number seven, Michigan State. Number four, Ohio State. So, again, this was at that time. Michigan State no longer there. Ohio State up to two. Uh, 56-7. Yeah. And Stroud, six first-half touchdowns. I think it was Ohio State record, yep. so he probably could have had eight touchdowns oh, in the at game least. at least. I mean, uh, the announcers were talking about like Michigan State. That's their worst. Like, um, their pass defense is like the worst part of their game, and that's not what you want against Ohio State, obviously. But I thought they put up a little bit better fight. <laughs> worst defense obviously. in the country. Worst pass defense in the country. <sighs> that's tough. Yeah. But I will say Michigan State, they've had really good wins, but I believe their projected win total was like three or four yeah. this year. So. so obviously, when you break it down, really exceeded expectations this yeah. year. Um, but it just sucks. You you know, you're a Michigan State fan. You were what? They were three at their highest. Yeah. Um, yeah, they that's had a crazy. Chance. They, I mean, they controlled their own destiny. Even if they would have lost one of the two games, they had a chance. Yeah. Um, but... 
obviously you have to put it in perspective. The start of the season, they weren't expected to be no, anything yeah. at all. Um, and they were in contention for a playoff uh, as of two weeks ago. Yeah. So. And there's not a whole lot you can do about three legit first-round talents yeah. at the oh, wide receiver all, position, yeah. and Stroud's probably a first-rounder. Right. So it's like... Well, you have... You have and Henderson's probably a top three... Or like, we'll get drafted. One Alave of the first three running the backs. Alave's the worst receiver in the in the, the top three. Yeah. And he's going to go like 25th overall, somewhere <laughs> in there. It's like... That, I yeah. Mean, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's the worst, but statistically wise, he's had the least catches and least yards and least touchdowns out of, out of the three. So I don't. I'm not saying that he's the worst. I don't think so. No, I um, don't think so either. But just going off of the statistics, he's the third leading pass catcher on the Ohio State team, which is unbelievable. Uh, so moving on, Michigan, Maryland, number six, Michigan at the time against Maryland, 59-18. Michigan takes care of business, keeps their hopes alive. Yep. Obviously, I mean, we talked about it already. They got to win this week, got to win next week in the Big Ten Championship, and then they have a shot. I don't think I, – I mean, if they win both those games, I think they're in. I don't I don't see how the committee yeah. can leave them out. No, yeah. Michigan's offense has been playing really, really well. Yep. thought that was the, – they've definitely grown over the season. Obviously, I think that was one that – like the worst side of the ball, yeah, for sure. I their think worst half was offense. offense. Yeah. They didn't really know their identity, so but they found it a little bit, scoring a lot of points. So they got a chance. I'm not saying that they're going to beat Ohio State, but they no, they got yeah. a chance. Um, and then last game before we move on, we have Nebraska Wisconsin. Wisconsin was 18 at the time. Now up to four, 14. Up to 14. Um, so. 35-28, Wisconsin, and this one was interesting. Yeah, it was. And it was fun. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. You haven't seen a Badger game like that in a no, long time. Yeah. Back and it's forth been, scoring. Yeah, boring for the most part. Um, defense kind of let us down in this one, um, but Martinez played like Martinez can yeah. play. Like yeah. He's been that guy that like at any given moment can go out there and just light it up, Yeah, and he did that. I believe he had two turnovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, two picks a while there. Yeah. But yeah, I was at the game, and just defense gave up a lot of big plays that we're not used to. Fucking so. Fayon Hicks. Yeah. I'm so done with that guy. So Leonard will have to figure it out, but obviously we're not used to it, giving up big plays. But it, but, was, it was good to see the offense. Yeah, the offense responded that, for sure. Every time Nebraska well, scored, yeah. the offense went yeah, scored. Well, so Braylon was, Allen responded. Right, but. right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Badgers have now won seven straight. There was a little um, sort of—I don't know what the word I'm looking for is—but there was a maybe a bad no call there at the end of the game. I know, but line. I think that's what they were like trying to do. They're trying to force a flag. Yeah, you know, I right. mean, there's no other I mean, hope besides fourth and twenty. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much all you can do. And Scott Frost to... literally like attacked the ref. I didn't see it, but people around me were like, "Oh yeah, he was freaking out." Yeah. I was like, hmm. Um. But, yeah, one other side note I have to say, obviously, it hurts to see. Um, we've lost all those games early. Yeah. Because if we lose one of those three games, we're sitting there looking at a playoff chance right now. For yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but you got to think, Penn State is a lot better team than their record shows. They've just had to go through an absolute gauntlet. Yeah. And then Notre Dame is at six. I mean, those are two really good losses. There's a and, reason yeah, that we're Michigan's ranked. Yeah, at Right, or Michigan at five. So yeah. it's like there's a reason where we're ranked where we're at with three losses because yeah. all three of our losses are like or quality losses. Right. right. So, um, 
yeah, anyways, seven straight. Go Badgers. We're rolling. Got a chance next week yeah. to make the Big Ten championship. I know you like want to blow out Nebraska, but it's kind of good being a close game. Yeah. You know, Especially like to have the offense like respond every yeah, time the defense gives yeah, up a touchdown. Wherever our next two games are gonna be the same way or right. whatever, like people are gonna score and it's all depends on our offense if they can come respond. So For sure. Obviously we wanna win by more, but it's just like it's good. That wasn't a blowout, I guess, just because you could kinda go through the motions when you know you're gonna win. Right. So it was yeah. good to see them respond. Um before we move on to the NFL, um we have a little CFB news. Obviously, James Franklin signed a ten-year extension at Penn State. Um, that that goes through twenty thirty-one, which when Holy you say shit. it like that is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, ten years from now is twenty thirty-one, which is mind blowing. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. It's like he hasn't been, or they've had two down years. At- like obviously they're ranked high both years, I believe, and they've lost five straight. Uh, back-to-back seasons, but it's just like who else are that? Who else are gonna find that will do a better job? Right. You know, I thought Franklin would be out, find a new job, and whatever, just because of their struggles. But I mean, we always we always talk about it, but it's like, who else are you gonna find that could do a better job or like knows Penn State? That's or pretty like, much what I had in my notes you know, too. Is like, I mean, I get it, but I don't. But it's really it I, comes ten down years to, is a lot. It really that's just a, comes down a, to who else are you gonna find? Yeah. Um, I don't get why the why NCAA football decides that it's a good thing to sign these guys for like 10 years like maybe a couple years is a good extension um that way at least you can give yourself a chance to like in the future if there is some like hot commodity you know coach that's coming out of nowhere and he's gonna light up the league well then you would want the opportunity to sign him and when you do these 10-year deals you don't really give yourself that chance um so a couple notes on james franklin at penn state he's 67 and 32 um while there so pretty good record um i think he's been there for eight seasons now you can do the math but i think it's around eight seasons um one big 10 championship uh in 2016 rose bowl appearance in 2017 which they lost to us or usc which do you remember that game at all it was like 57 63 they lost i think it was it was like darnold was their quarterback Mm -hmm. and it was just an absolute shootout um but one of the coolest games I've ever watched, especially no, I, being in the Rose Bowl, like it was super fun. I don't remember that one. It was crazy. Let me see. I gotta pull up the yardage and stuff from that game because it was nuts. Um, let's see. I want to say where was it? Hold on, let me find it. Um, but yeah, James Franklin getting ten year extension is just crazy to me. I mean, I like all. It's it's the new norm there, but. Yeah, so Sam Darnold had 453 passing yards, five touchdowns, one pick. Trace McSarley had 254 yards, four touchdowns, three picks, which is basically what cost him the game. Chris Godwin lit it up for 187 yards and two touchdowns. (laughs) Saquon had 194 yards and two touchdowns. Ronald Jones, 55 yards, one touchdown. So just a ton of talent in that game, just going head-to-head. It was 52-49 was the final. 52-49. Yeah. I'm I'm I think it's safe to say the over hit in that game, yeah. but I don't know what it was. No, so yeah, I don't Couldn't quote me that high. But yeah, so James Franklin, ten years, twenty thirty one, nuts. Um, before we get into the NFL, just have some injury reports, signings. Um, we'll do this every week. Um, signings, cuts, all that. Um, but there's quite a bit going on in the NFL with injuries and stuff. 
Packers lost Elton Jenkins last week to an ACL. Frustrating because we yeah. just got Bakhtiari back. The line was looking really good. Elton Jenkins has been one of the, the top-rated um, offensive linemen in this, the league this year. Uh, so frustrating for that. Bakhtiari coming back, like, I think next week. Um, and so it just sucks there. Fields left the game with a rib injury. We'll sit out tomorrow's game against the Lions. Goff is questionable. He didn't play last week. No. What's wrong with Goff? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but he did not. He did not play last week. And uh, no, yeah, he barely, like barely practiced this week. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's playing. But yeah, it sounds like he's probably not going to play. Um, I don't remember exactly what his injury was actually. I have to look that up. Okay. Um, but we'll keep going here. We didn't mention it last week, but Khalil Mack out for the season with a season-ending foot injury. So we'll talk about this in a minute. But Bears without Fields and Mack going against the Lions. CeeDee Lamb's in concussion protocol, but he practiced today. Um, so that gives him a pretty good shot of playing tomorrow. Sounds like, from what I read, he's going to play. Um, but no Amari again this week, so they're really going to need CD. Jared Goff's got an oblique injury. Okay. I knew it was something weird. <laughs> um, and then for the Saints, again, tomorrow's game, no Camara. It sounds like from everything I've read. Um, basically, the main reason for this is they'll have a 10-day rest after tomorrow's yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So if he doesn't play, he's going on like almost three full weeks without playing. Yeah, he should be fine by then, So it should hope. be good to come back next Sunday, but uh, yeah. Not not likely to play tomorrow. And then Adrian Peterson got cut by the Titans. I did not know that, yeah. actually. Yeah. It's tough. Poor him, I guess. Yeah, he's just old. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he tried, but. Right, for sure. Did um, they bring anyone in? No, they're going with uh, Foreman and yeah. McNicholas or whatever. Yeah. But. That sounds uh, right. Yeah. So n- nothing going on for AP anymore. Back to the couch. Poor guy. Old man. Yeah. Well, he's made enough money and had enough success in the NFL. Right. Uh, the only other NFL thing I had was the Everson Griffin news. Oh, or I the scandal. I didn't see it. So basically... I saw it, but I didn't really read it. Um. So basically, he was like sitting at his house, and he like had his gun out, because he thought someone was robbing him, or like trying, trying to come kill him. And he like fired his gun inside his house when no one was there, and like he put on Instagram two like five ten messages to his like agent is like help i need your help call 911 like come save me all this stuff but i don't think anyone ever broke into his house so i don't know so like the police have been outside his house all day he won't come outside the vikings put out a statement i'm not sure what they said but they're pretty much they're working with the police department to try and figure things out but literally no idea what's going on with that the dude's just losing his mind. I up something. Is he tripping on shrooms? Something. I don't. He's there like come help. Someone's here. They're gonna kill me. And he put on like an Instagram story of like him holding his gun and like walking, like talking through the whole thing. And then like messages to his agent. What the hell? Yeah, I literally no idea what's going Since on. It's approximately seven a.m. this morning. Yeah, who hasn't left his house? So, I don't really know what's going on there. I've still got clips left. This is my gun. 45 Wilson Combat registered <laughs> me. I bought all the bullets around town. 
Oh, nice. And he's throwing Delvin Cook under the bus. Help me purchase this gun. It all belongs to me, and they registered to me. I know exactly where I bought them. <laughs> I've got the card. I have them on. I have everything. Wow. Crazy. Some weird, spooky shit going on. My God, is it a full moon, or what's going on? I don't know. He just lost his mind. Wow. Well, hopefully he figures that out because obviously mental health, you know. I think he's hurt anyways. But. Like to see stuff like that. No. That's crazy. It's a wild scenario. I guess we'll see what, <laughs> what happens with that, and we'll probably touch on it next week if there's anything that comes out about it. But, um, yeah, I think we're going to move on here to NFL uh, preview the Thanksgiving stuff. Um, so we'll do that. So instead of doing the – Thanksgiving stuff, we're going to stick with our normal format and go with NFL recap first before we get to that. So we're going to start with last Thursday, the Patriots demolished the Falcons 25-0. Um, I'm going to keep saying it. I've said it for a couple <laughs> weeks now. I'm going to continue to say it. The Patriots are for sure a playoff team. I mean, this team just continues to win the games that they're supposed to win. Um, they're doing it in convincing fashion. In fact, I don't think that they were really supposed to win the game against the Browns last week. No. Um, but they just absolutely demolished them. I think it was 45-7. Um, but Mac Jones just keeps getting the job done. Defense has playmakers all over the field. They fly to the ball. I mean, they just out-scheme everybody. And they just continue to win like they're supposed to. And they're not dropping games they shouldn't. No. Yeah. And they're just really starting to look like... I w- I'm not going to say, like, they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything, but they're looking like the most solid team in the NFL right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not dropping games that they shouldn't. Like, they're just winning every game that they're supposed to. And it's just like they continue to roll through these teams, and it feels like they're they're the most solid team. Yeah, they've won five in a row now. Uh, Mac was super efficient, 22 for 26, 207. Uh, one touchdown, did have one pick. Um, I don't remember the pick, but... Nine players uh, caught a ball for the Patriots, and none of them had more than five receptions in the game. That's so just it's like, like, it's crazy. That was, yeah. Spread the ball. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah. how do you stop nine guys? And then, yeah, they don't have, like, the superstar right. that they've had. or But everyone does their job. Everyone does what they're supposed to. Matt Ryan kind of run out of juice, had two picks. Uh, Falcons offense has him in moving the ball. Uh They've they've had an up, up and down year, I would yeah. say, the least. Um, but not very know. surprising, I guess, from the Falcons no, either. It's no. just like I don't know until yeah, they they're find, in full rebuild. I think yeah, should be anyways. Right. They, I mean, really, they have nobody on their team. Like, well, with the Ridley thing. Yeah, with Ridley out, really, then, really hurts. Then you've got Kyle Pitts, and then outside of that, it's like Cordero Patterson, yeah. and Matt Ryan. It's yeah. like, I mean. I don't know. Um, anything else, Patriots? Uh, no, I had nothing on that game. Okay. Uh, so Ravens-Bears, not much on this one either. 16-13 <laughs> Ravens. Um, I think if Fields doesn't get hurt, they probably win that game yeah. without Lamar yeah. on the other side. Um, but, yeah, 16-13 Ravens. Bears, just frustrating season for them again. Obviously, it sucks uh, with Fields starting to kind of look like the – the guy that they drafted, yeah, um, yeah, and then, injuries hurt, and then get gets hurt. Yeah, and sounds like like we said, not going to play tomorrow, most likely either. Um, so frustrating for Bears fans for sure. 
Um, hopefully he comes back and he's all right because he was starting to look like yeah. the guy they drafted. Yeah, but for the Ravens, so Huntley played. Actually had a pretty decent game. Threw for 219 yards. Uh, ran the ball seven times for 40 yards. Uh, Hollywood did not play. Uh, but Lamar was sick, but they said not COVID because he was at the game. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't really know what that means, but. Well, you got to remember, there's like other sickness. No, I know that. I know we've forgotten I about know. that the last two I years. I know, but, but like what could it be that he's still at the game? Because obviously it's not contagious or he wouldn't be there. So yeah, it's... true. I don't know. Could it just be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The flu, which yeah. we don't have yeah. anymore apparently. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Ravens going to be all right. Obviously need to get healthy. I, I think Lamar will be fine. It doesn't yeah. sound like it's too serious. Um, Hollywood, I think should be back next week too. Yeah. So, um, Packers Vikings 34, 31 Vikings. Let's go. Uh, go ahead. I, no, I, I mean, we actually just finished a game. Uh, we were up 17 at one point, right? I think or so. 13 at yeah, least. 13, I think. Um, I know to finish the game. Uh, as a Vikings fan, we haven't had the most success with field goals at the end of the games. You know, that's been a problem for us. But I did enjoy the strategy because no matter how, how much time's left, um, I agree with not getting Aaron Rodgers the ball back. He probably could have ran one or two more plays, maybe got a little closer. Uh, but I agree with that of not – I mean, if we miss it, we miss it. You know, it is <laughs> what it is. Obviously, right. it sucks, but, like – and uh, the game should have been over a long time ago. Kirk threw pretty much two picks that should have been caught. So, yeah. I don't know. We snuck it out, but I think uh, the Packers get drilled. I mean, yeah, the Packers drill the Vikings at Lambeau. But like you've said, they've split the last five years. Um, we actually played a decent game. Justin Jefferson had a huge game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, but. of course, I've been saying it all year with the Vikings. They forget how to use <laughs> yeah. Justin Jefferson. And then last week I said, they I hope they finally figured out. I hope they continue to forget how to use Justin Jefferson. Well, they did not. No. They did not in this game, and obviously it paid off for them. Um, Not really worried. Doesn't really bother me all that much. It happens, um, especially on the road. But defense did kind of let me down this week. I thought I was expecting a bigger game from them. Um, but they did put themselves in position to turn the ball over a few times. Yeah, I mean, like, and they just didn't come up with it. We had two picks that were in our hands and just couldn't handle the ball. So, I mean, they were there. The, the takeaway chances were there. Um, the defense just obviously gave up too many big plays. Um, but that's what happens when you play Justin Jefferson. Like, the guy can make big plays. So, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not really all that worried. Vikings right now would be the sixth seed, I think. I believe for the first wild card which spot, crazy with which is crazy how many close games they've lost. So I mean, after our start, if we can make it to the playoffs, you know, it's a win for the season. I think just really turn things around. But uh, that's what I'm happy with, just making the playoffs. I know. Plus, I would never seems... want to play the Vikings. No, yeah, like, I mean, and this is why. Yeah, we're trending up at a pretty good time, I would say. Right. Anything else? Not on that game, no. Yeah. Uh, Colts Bills forty one fifteen Colts. On the road, JT goes for five <laughs> touchdowns, 32 carries, 185 yards, four touchdowns, adding three catches for 19 yards and another touchdown. This dude. Yeah, he's unreal. This dude he is He's just running through them the entire game. Uh, I mean, the Bills' defense is good. Yeah, really good. I mean, not really good, but yeah. Like, they're a solid defense, and he just 
demolished them. Yeah. And I've been saying it. I've been saying it all year. Another one of those things I'm going to keep feeding you guys. Feed him, feed him, and feed him some more. Mm-hmm. Because the dude is a dog. Yeah. I mean, all this stuff that they said about him, like, I mean, I, it could come back to bite him in the end. But for right now, they said there was two things that they said when he was going to get drafted. Like, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went ahead of him because he could catch the ball. I think the guy can catch no, the ball. yeah. It's yeah. not like you're expecting him to go up and make a fucking play over two no, defenders. Yeah. Like he, can you just, puck, he can catch. He can catch a flat route check or, downs. or a check down. Correct. Um, and then the other one was he's got too many miles on him. Well, 32 carries for 185 yards. <laughs> I think he can. Yeah. I think he can handle. The no. Load. Yeah. So, um, I still I want to keep bringing this up. Also, is like if the Chiefs drafted that man instead yeah. of Clyde. Yeah. How how could you stop that? No, yeah. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> you could either throw the ball 50 times in one game or run, run it 30 it. times in one yeah. game. I mean, obviously some credit goes or a lot of credit goes to the Colts offensive line. Yeah, they're there's very some dogs. good. They're very good uh run blocking. Um not so great in the pass blocking, but really good run blockers. He's found some but he's finding alleys that they're making for him. Um but yeah, new leading rusher in the league. I Leads, think uh, rushing in, he's got the most touchdowns in the league. I yeah, think. I think he needs to be in the MVP conversation yeah. at this point. In the if season. the Colts make the playoffs, for sure. Right, and, and like they, I they still have an upward. I don't battle. even know who is the who is the favorite. favorite? Yeah. Probably Tom. Probably <laughs> shocking. Um, no, because he had played two bad weeks. I don't know. No one's stood. I mean, no one has really stood out all all year. Right, and no that's team why, or I mean, no player has stood out. Like he's got to be in. The conversation, yeah, at no, least, right, definitely. And for the Bills, it's like I think uh, Brady's leading in passing yards and touchdowns. Okay, leading in the, leading the league and all, well, so that, that helps. helps. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I just I think if you're you know a Bills fan, this wasn't a very good game for you because you shouldn't be giving up 41 yeah. points. My preseason prediction for MVP is not playing too well, Josh Allen. Yeah. Had two picks, two touchdowns. I don't I don't know what's going on, but they're going to have to figure it out really, really quick. I still think they make the playoffs because their schedule. But their only wins are against not very good teams. They haven't beat one good team all year. But I don't know. Um, and Singletary and Moss, did they fall off a cliff? Yeah. I don't. Where did they go? I don't know. I don't know if either of them are hurt. But they both played in the game, and they had, like, three um, rushing attempts and five rushing attempts. I can't remember which order, but that was supposed to be something they could rely on was the run game with right. two solid and backs. Not... And... Um, okay, let me find the MVP odds because for some reason I couldn't find them. Uh, yeah, so Brady plus 225. Um, That'd be nuts. Yeah. And it doesn't even look like Jonathan Taylor. Oh, there he is. Plus 2,000. So he's like the eleventh f- favorite. Who's second? Josh Allen. Still? Yeah. When was that updated? It says yesterday. <laughs> We're through eleven <laughs> weeks. I don't know, man. Uh, that's yeah, so plus two twenty five for Brady, Josh Allen at plus four fifty, then Stafford eight fifty, nine hundred for Mahomes, Dak Prescott nine fifty. I mean, I really don't get it. There's just no respect on running backs. I yeah, guess so, not. I don't know. Um 
I don't know. I guess I probably should have known. Or give checked. him the offensive player of the year. For That'll sure. make him feel better. At least give him that. <laughs> I mean, my God. Um, quick update on the Badger game. 25-31 at halftime. Second half is about to get underway. Um, not looking so great for the Badge. Um, we play St. Mary's every year. Yeah, it feels like it. Whether it's in a tournament or scheduled, we just have to play St. Mary's every single year. It feels like it for sure. Um, yeah, we'll keep you updated on that. We'll keep moving at, um, with the NFL. I, well, actually, one quick question I have for you. Is it time to worry about the Bills? Yeah, I think it's panic. I mean, I wouldn't hit the bun too hard, but it's seriously, if I was a Bills it's fan, on the desk. I'd be like, what are we doing? Like, I'd be pissed off if I was a fan because they have all these expectations. Coming in, they're probably the second best team in the league, right. I'd say. Just like looking at the paper and looking at what they've done, and now it's just let down after let down. And they've got wins, but they're all against bad teams. They've got a schedule coming up against bad teams, so it's just like they're right. going to make the playoffs, but I don't. And the other thing was, like, I, I think in the preseason, everybody was talking about, like, you know, oh, the Bills added a bunch on defense, and, like, their defense is going to take that next step. Well, they just gave up 41, and Carson Wentz went 11 for 20. Yeah. That's not great. No. Not great. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, at least I think you got to get the panic button out of the box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you're just about to touch it. Yeah. I mean, like the hand is hovering. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. All right. Lions-Browns. 13-10 Lions. Or 13-10 Browns. Yeah. Um, Poor Lions. Uh, Yeah. Poor Lions. Um, I would say this is a winnable game. The Browns should have won by a lot more, but Baker stinks mm-hmm. without, and he has the help because right. Chubb ran. I mean Chubb, their backfield's always going to do their job, and everyone knows it's coming, and they still do a great job, but they literally cannot get the passing game going right whatsoever. And it's just super frustrating, just for me, not even being a Browns fan, but it's just like. They have to be better than this. Like, right. they absolutely have to be. Right. And especially, like, the defenses, like, got playmakers all over the field. It's just, they're just continuing to look worse and worse. Yeah, they won, but it's the Lions without Goff, who Goff without obviously Goff. hasn't been good. But 13-10 to 10 against the Lions without yeah. Goff is brutal. I mean, really bad. So, I don't know. Baker, 15-29, 176, one touchdown, two picks. I mean, that's just. I don't Yeah. With the running game that they have, it just it makes no sense. Yeah, it should be the downfield should be wide open. Right. Or even all the checkdowns should be wide open. Right. Like, yeah, embarrassing. I mean, I feel bad for Browns fans. I really do. Like, because there's no they can't they, get out of it. They, they can't have, get out of the loop. Right, and they have no reason to be this bad <laughs> at all. Uh, anything else on the game? No. Uh, Washington Washington football team. Oh, hello. Um, against the Panthers, 27-21, Washington football team. Both quarterbacks played pretty well. Heineke, yeah. three touchdowns. Cam looked good. Yep. But Washington came out on top. They didn't turn the ball over. Um, I right. didn't see much of this game. But Washington, uh, they're sneaky. I I can't. I don't know if they're good or bad. Well, so here's here's what I <laughs> I don't know if they're good or here's bad. Here's what I think is like I think they're starting to at least trend towards that team that everybody thought they were gonna be. Like nobody thought they were gonna be like the best team in the league by any means, but everyone thought they were gonna be okay offensively. Yeah. And get the job done on defense. 
They still gave up 21, but again, Cam doesn't have any footage from this year. He had two touches last no, week. Yeah. So it's hard to really scheme against that. So. Yeah. Um, but the offense did what they needed to do, um, and they're starting to get better defensively a little bit, I think. Um, and then CM. only other note I had there was CMC didn't get much going, but he still had two touchdowns on 17 Yeah, touches, he so. could, yeah. Yeah, just give him the ball, make things happen. Right. Um, a question I had from that game was um, Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. He just goes off every week. Yeah. I mean, not go off, but I don't know why he's not considered. No one ever talks about him, I guess, you know. He's right. on the Washington team. They've had quarterback after quarterback, but he still gets his numbers. I think he's mo- he's one of the most reliable guys in the league, no matter who's under center. Right. I just he, He's just not looked at as like a top. 10 guy but it, i think it'd be hard to find 10 receivers that definitely put up his numbers right you know that was the only question but yeah for sure i i you know, i just think he's a little bit underrated underrated like he's been the normal option for three years yeah at least and right. no one can seem to cover him right no matter and, who's throwing him the ball and they don't have any other weapons it's, so it's like no it's literally they just really, cover him it's, yeah and he's still going to Is uh, Fitzpatrick back from no. injury? Not yet. I don't think so. I, don't. I actually was going to look that up today, and I forgot. And I will Because it's right been now. a while. Because I don't know what is going on with him. he got hurt week. It was like his hip. Or something. Likely done for the season a week ago. Perfect. Nice. Well, good. Heineke can do the job. Yeah. I think he'd be a solid <laughs> starting quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just got to not turn the ball over and try to not yeah. do too much. Yeah. But I guess if you're playing with the Washington football team, it's kind of hard not to try to do too much. I don't know. Um, Texans-Titans, 22-13 Texans. Titans fans, feel free to pin this one on me. I was in Nashville during the game, so it's <laughs> probably all my fault. Yeah, seriously. But my God, was that ugly. Five turnovers for the Titans. Tannehill had five. Four picks. Oh. He also had two fumbles, but they were recovered. Oof. So it could have been worse. Um, I was talking to the bartender at the bar where we were watching the Packers game. Obviously, the Titans game was on during that time. So they had both games on, which was nice. Thank God. Um, But she was just like, man, does he suck sometimes. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He does suck sometimes. I don't know. It's so weird because he can look like an MVP one week, and then the next week he can do this. In his defense, it was downpouring there, like bad. It was. Oh, yeah. It was coming down hard. But still, you can't be turning the ball over five no. times. Yeah, that's... Um, really brutal. But when you look at the the other note I had for the Titans on this one is you look at their losses this season, they make no sense. I mean, they lost to the Cardinals week one. Obviously, the Cardinals started the season red hot. Yeah. Um, so... That one makes sense, but then the other two are the Jets and the Titans yeah. or the Texans. <laughs> like what? I yeah. I don't. It's not even like a letdown. It's just he played bad. I I don't I don't know how to explain it. I don't have any notes. It's just like I mean, if you play like I guess it has got to be downpouring for the Texans to win a game. That's yeah. what it comes down to. <laughs> like right. that's the only way they're gonna win if some. <laughs> weather phenomenon comes along right i mean i i don't know i don't get it i you, you still have to win this game if you're the Titans. yeah but a, like, at home absolutely i i guess don't panic 
Um, obviously, you're not going to have five turnovers in another game, most no, likely. So hopefully don't, not. Don't sweat it. Um, 49ers, Jacksonville, 30-10, to 10, Niners. Um, Niners improved to 500. Jaguars still stink. Yeah, Jaguars really stink. Uh, we thought we were, they were turning around for a little bit. But, I don't know. It's just like a 20-point loss to the 49ers, who haven't been great all year. They just got out handled out everything that game i don't know if it's coaching obviously their player personnel isn't the best in the league but i guess that's kind of what i expected just expect the jags to be bad for and whoever's playing them to be good that day (laughs) pretty much yeah Uh, i didn't have any really notes on this other than that just uh debo had 80 rushing yards Uh, i know they've been using him a lot more in the rushing game because he's an absolute freak of an athlete Mm -hmm. Uh, their top back was out. I don't know. I don't even know who that well, is. They have like four. Yeah, they have literally have like four backs in rotation. Yeah. But like Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, who's hurt. Um, God, the rookie. Uh, Sermon, Trey Sermon. Sermon, Sermon was out, I believe. They also have one more, and I just can't think of it no, off the yeah. top of my head. I don't but know they either. have all kinds of running backs there. It's yeah, it's strange. Um, and none of them are ever going to be viable in fantasy, it feels like, because they just pick one every week. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're going to use this guy this week. And they're always hurt. They always have injuries yeah, in the back. They do. There. It's they unbelievable. Do. The 49ers always have injuries everywhere, Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so moving on, Dolphins-Jets, 24-17 Dolphins. Uh, Flacco getting the start. <laughs> I only wanted to bring this up because he was my top um, – backup quarterback oh when we did that's the top facts. five yeah um so he got the start and he actually looked pretty good uh 24 39 isn't great but 291 two touchdowns no picks yeah that's all you um, need pretty good for a backup uh obviously you're still the jets so they lost to the dolphins who are also not great mm, two bad teams really just going head to head dolphins four and seven jets two and eight i mean yeah, the only note I had was Tua played a decent game, uh, 27 for 33, 273, and two touchdowns, which is pretty solid, I would say. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I got not a whole lot on this game. There wasn't a whole lot of implication on this game. So. Right, other than battle for <laughs> worst in yeah. the league. I don't know. Worst in the division. Yeah, true. Uh, so Saints-Eagles, 40-29 Eagles. Obviously, the QB issues bothering the Saints. No Camara, no real number one wide receiver. Um, kind of expected, I would say. Yeah, they've lo- lost five straight, I believe. The Saints? Yeah. No, didn't they just beat Tampa like two weeks ago? Oh, well, that's a wrong note then. <laughs> I'm pretty, no, right? yeah, they for sure did. It was like did. two weeks ago. For or sure Maybe they it was did. three weeks no, ago. No, for but, sure they did. Yeah. Was, but either way, they're 500, right? It was three weeks ago. So they played the Titans, lost, lost to the Falcons. And Just then deleted lost that. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're 5-3. and three. The Saints? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, okay. that was, yeah, I clicked okay. on the wrong thing. 5-5. Five okay. five. Jesus okay. Christ. This <laughs> is saying. a mess. Um, yeah, so Saints 5-5, five and five, Eagles 5-6. Five and six. Um, I think this was kind of expected here. To be honest, um, the Eagles aren't a bad team. The no, record not says a lot worse than they actually yeah. are. Um, they've so their wins this season. I just want to go back and look. Um, are against the Panthers. 
Um, and then the Lions, the Broncos. Who else am I missing? Saints. I'm missing one. Um, but they've played in some close games with some good. Oh, and the Falcons. Um, they've played in some close games with some good teams. I mean, they lost by 12 to the Chiefs, but if you watch that game, it was pretty good. Um, and then they lost by six to the Tam- to Tampa, um, and then 11 to the Raiders. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was the first week that they had the interim head coach. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. you can't really plan for that game. Um, Eagles are better than they look, or on paper they look. Um, but they obviously still lost some games that they shouldn't have lost. But um, the only note I have is uh, saw us on Twitter. Uh, Saints have only given up 200 plus rushing yards in the last 94 games. They're both to the Eagles. Really? <laughs> yeah. So that's the uh, Eagles. What they can kind of hang their head on, I guess. Jalen Hurts rushing, all the running backs rushing. Um, not, they're not haven't hit the down. Downfield ball quite yet, but you know I think their running game will be there against anyone. Yeah, and well, if they actually use they make it. yeah they make us both these teams can make a sneaky push to make the playoffs. I know the playoff picture is all messed up right now. Wild, right? yes, because everyone's about five hundred. Right, like any of the wild card teams, and yeah. none. Packers probably have the biggest lead in the division. Yeah, and would, it's, what, or Rams two games, two games at most I think. Yeah. Otherwise, everyone's in between one game so it'll be fun to end the year see who makes the playoffs and who doesn't right uh badger update 30 to 37 14 30 left on the clock we're still down seven <sighs> not looking so good tough uh johnny davis isn't playing that great and we were just hyping him up i think he's like three for 11 yeah so yeah not great <laughs> Uh, Bengals Raiders, 32-13 Bengals. Bengals get back on track. Raiders have now lost three straight. Uh, I think that's just something to do that happens with, you know, interim head yeah, coach. Yeah, they're Raiders really missing uh, rugs. Yeah. And really the, missing the deep threat. Yep. I mean, then you can really sit down on Waller. Right. And I don't know who they're – Renfro. Yeah, and Deshaun Jackson, who's Yeah, washed. who's – yeah. So, so. they really, really miss that. Kind of a bounce back for the Bengals. Although uh, Burrow's numbers weren't that great. No, but, I mean, they still won. Still got the job done. Yep. I'm against a uh, – I don't know the word for it, but not a great Raiders team, or yeah, at least right I mean, now just, not a good Raiders team, a sinking Raiders team maybe. Well, right. That, I mean, it's that, and it's just like, again, it's going to go back to the interim head coach thing. Like how – yeah, they, they looked good in his first two games, but it's like at the end of the day it's yeah, like – Yeah, he saw a special teams interim coach. Right, like, like in a, and he doesn't – you know – if coming into the season you have an idea of like what you want a game plan for and like also like how you're gonna go about your weekly activities and stuff like that and it's just like he's trying to build all this during the season. Yeah, so it's really really tough. It's tough for him. Um, if the Bengals want to make a playoff push, I think they can. Uh, it doesn't get much easier from their schedule. Uh, just their next three games are the Steelers, Chargers, 49ers. So we'll see if they can. If they go two and one, I think they're sitting pretty good for the playoffs. Right. But they could easily go on three right. or three and zero oh, because this if this NFL season has showed us one thing: it's you have no idea what's going to happen week to week. Right? Literally sure. none. I think it's been one of the craziest seasons yeah, that I can sure. remember. There's but no like clear cut number there's, one team. No, there's, there's no, no like clear cut worst team. No, in the you look at the either. Lions; it's all Other under. It's Lions. all under like five. Yeah. And then even if they're favored by ten, their team wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like. 
But yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah. Because I do think the Bengals, uh, I, I feel like they're a playoff team. They're like in the but, same situation yeah, as the Browns. They're like, yeah, they're they're very good. Like they have weapons everywhere. They have you know they have all these players that are good. It's, it's just, just like, like being the Browns and bringing the Bengals is coming back to get them at some point. <laughs> right. So. <coughs> right. I agree. Uh, so then moving on, Cowboys Chiefs nineteen nine Chiefs. Uh, is it time to start worrying about the Cowboys? Nine points against the Chiefs defense. That's not good. I know they put up 43 last week on the Falcons, but I just don't know. I really yeah. don't know. I mean, the Chiefs' D is vastly improved. Um, For sure. In their last four games, they've haven't given 17 points or less in their last four games. Well, one with without against Packers without yeah. Rodgers. Yeah. And now Cowboys without Amari, but Amari, I don't know when CD left CD, the game. It was early. It was like early first yeah. half. But yeah, Dak. That's when you really have to go, you know, and he had two picks and really bad, bad timing, yep. I feel like. Um, one was at the end of the game, and then he had another bad one. I don't know what time that pick was. But it's just like, just take care of the ball, you know. You should be able to run the ball, especially with Zeke against the Chiefs. Didn't score a right. touchdown, right? Yeah. So. Um, and then you've know. got Mahomes not looking so great. Yeah, Still, I mean, it was, it was a very ugly game. No touchdowns, one pick. Yeah, Chiefs came out, look, they scored first seven points, mm-hmm. thought they were going to blow them out, you know, back to the old Chiefs. But, you know, they came back to earth or came back to where they are as a team right now. So. Right. Um, and, I mean, just I, there's not much to take away from this game, really. I mean, the Chiefs kind of look how they have. Yeah. And the Cowboys have kind of showed that they're a little inconsistent. I don't know if that's play calling. Like, is yeah, that McCarthy fucking it up like we were talking about? Um, I could definitely or, see that. Or is it just, I mean, maybe Dak isn't um, as good as we had seen. Hoped or, I don't, I don't, you know, I, yeah. I just don't know. I, I wouldn't, for either fan base, don't take much away from this game because the Chiefs were starting to turn around a little bit, and then they didn't do so hot this week. Cowboys haven't looked that great in the past couple weeks as a whole, um, but I don't know. I guess you just got to. I just don't overreact for either team yeah. here, I guess. Like, if you're the Chiefs and you just beat the Cowboys, who are one of the best teams in the NFC, like, don't overreact from that either because you only scored 19 points. Yeah, so, exactly. You know. <clears throat> uh, Cardinals, Seahawks, 23-13 Cardinals. Um, Cardinals get back on track even without Kyler Murray and without I DeAndre. I know. I don't know how they did it. Um, and they held the Seahawks to 13. Yeah, Seahawks just haven't been great. Russ doesn't look the same. I think he came back too early. But, yeah, I was having a lot higher expectations for the Seahawks. Um, I guess it's got to go one of two ways. I don't know if we talked about this, but either Russ is gone or Pete Carroll's gone. Yeah. That's the only – and I think Pete Carroll's gone first would be my guess. He's – pretty old well he's old he's very old and also like their defense since the legion of boom has like i i don't quote me on this because i don't have the numbers i didn't do the research but i feel like they've been statistically one of the worst defenses yeah in the they're league. statistically the worst in they're the NFL in this, right now. this year for sure but like yeah. just All since, the other, yeah. since legion of boom was there like i, I mean feel like thank been god terrible. for those guys just because like i look back and i see the seahawks i'm like oh their defense is fire yeah but and it's no, really not no and i think it's been like the last three years right. you just expect the seahawks to have a great defense <laughs> for all but 
They just don't. Uh, Cole McCoy, I don't know who allowed him to throw 44 pass attempts, but he did. And he's pretty efficient, but 44 pass attempts is quite a lot for Cole McCoy. But I guess that's against bad defense, I mean, it's right. open and it's working. That you just got to stick with it. Like they've been a two-back system all yeah. year with Chase and James mm-hmm. Conner and with Edmonds being down, maybe that was yeah. maybe the idea, or it's just that the defense is the worst in the yeah. league. So the ball, I guess. I don't yeah, know. so good win for the Cardinals again. Uh, so Steelers Chargers 41-37 Chargers. I didn't watch any of this game because I was hammered in Nashville. Yeah, it was a um, wild game. But obviously it was a crazy game. Only a note I had, I just did some numbers research. Uh 30 of 41 for Herbert, 382, three touchdowns, 90 yards rushing. Yeah, he played really really well. Um I didn't know he could run like that. Like I said, didn't watch any no, of the game, yeah. so this is all you. But yeah, he was just in his lanes, run when he had to. Um, they're up twenty-seven to ten at one point, um, and Steelers scored twenty-seven in the f- fourth quarter. Jesus. So it made it quite close. And then Eckler had four touchdowns. I saw that. So two rushing, two passing, and two he's also games. very slept on. Yeah. Very slept on in yeah, the league. For sure, I agree. Um, especially like when that offense is clicking, it's just like everyone can on that go. team can score. Yeah. Like. And everyone can go crazy, and it's just like that's where they were to start the season, and all of a sudden they just like crapped out. So yeah, then... this might be the Chargers' best win of the season. Well, I don't know about giving up twenty-seven in the fourth quarter. No, I know, but still they won. Like, they haven't played <laughs> yeah. anybody. So yeah, for the Chargers, you're up twenty-seven to ten. You got to put them away. For Steelers, uh, Big Ben still got a little left in the tank. Let it come back. Uh, they got weapons. Somewhat, uh, Najee didn't have a great game rushing. I think he only had 60 yards, 60 or 70 yards, somewhere in there. But, no, it was, def- it was an entertaining game, but Chargers came out on top. <clears throat> and then last game of the or the, the week, um, Giants-Bucks, 30-10 to 10 Tampa. Um, the Bucks took care of business. Yeah. Mike Evans broke the all-time record for Bucks touchdown receptions, which was pretty cool. Also kind of funny because he, like, fake-handed the ball off, and he's like, nah, I'm keeping this one. It's like, (laughs) nice, dude. You didn't want to You know about that stat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I didn't have really a ton of notes on this. Brady looked like Brady. Um, Just methodical. Yeah, I just think, well, the Giants are an absolute mess. Uh, Jason Garrett got fired. Saw that. That was a note. Freddie Kitchens is calling plays now for the Giants. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, So they're kind of a mess right now. Um but I think it's that point in time. It was more of the Giants being really, really bad than the Bucks being really, really good. Right, for sure. You know, you only put up thirty. Tom missed some throws. Uh, their defense. After, I mean, it was a couple picks. I guess Brady threw a pick, got him down. Their defense looked good, but they also. I just think the Giants are so bad, and the Bucks were impressive. Thirty ten. That's impressive, but. It could have been way worse, I also, feel Also, like. the Giants ran probably the worst offensive play I've ever seen in my Yeah, someone life. ran the wrong route. If you guys haven't seen that yet, <laughs> go check it out. Just go on Twitter and just, like, Giants' worst play. And I'm sure it'll come right yeah. up because it was all over the place. And, my God, was it ugly. They had three dudes in the middle of the field running into each other. It's like, okay, well, I guess you can't really blame Dan- no. Daniel Jones because no. where the hell is he supposed yeah. to throw the ball? Um, and that was late. I think that was that fourth down play, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And yeah, it it's was. just like, dude, come on. Charge. Yup, two in a row. Nice. 
Uh, Badgers <laughs> just drew two charges back-to-back possessions. Uh, game's 39-41 with 10 to play. So let's go. I think he's in the circle there, though. <clears throat> All right, and let's move on to Thanksgiving preview. Um, so starting at 11 o'clock, we'll have the Bears-Lions tomorrow, which, woohoo! Yeah, what a game that's going to be. Yeah, a game I'm be. not looking forward to. <laughs> But I'm gonna watch. Oh, for sure. What I'm else gonna you watch. Gonna yeah, exactly. Sit on the couch, eat oh, four food, cocktail, watch football, four cocktail, yeah. and watch the Lions and Bears go at it. <laughs> it's gonna be a great game. Super high scoring. That's three charges in a row now. <laughs> three straight possessions that there's been a charge. That's crazy. Um. Anyways, Lions obviously still searching for the first win. Um, the, f- the Bears don't have Fields or Mac, uh, so I think they have a shot. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just read on Goff's injury he's likely to play. Okay. Or leaning towards playing. So that so. would obviously I think if if Goff if Goff plays, um, and then obviously the Bears it sounds like Fields isn't going to play, which would no. only make sense protect them against the Lions that are terrible. Yep. Um, I think I mean I'm not saying bet on them. Definitely don't bet on no, them. No, no. Uh, because they could get blown out the gym. Uh, but I think, I think the Lions this is probably their best shot of the win all uh, easily uh, all year. I think. So yeah, I think the time is now. I think they got to do it now if they're going <laughs> to do it. Um, right now, the Bears are favored by three. Over under set at forty one. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean honestly, if I like had to, if I had to guess, I would say under and Lions. But I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. We're not doing that. Um, Anything else, Bears Lions? Uh, no, that's gonna be a rough one. Okay. Uh, three thirty game. I don't think this one's gonna be really that much better, anyways. Um, but Dallas might score a lot of points in this one. Um, Dallas obviously needs a bounce back game against the struggling Raiders team. They lost three straight. I think it's three straight. Uh, sounds like CD is leaning towards playing. Obviously, with practicing today, yeah, that's a good sign. Especially concussion protocol. If he wasn't likely to play, he probably wouldn't have practiced today. So it sounds like he's probably going to play, barring any setbacks. Um, obviously, I think he's going to have to have a big day with Noah Amari. Um, but last week, uh, the Bengals ran all, the ball all over the field yeah. on the Raiders. Yeah, so you could see a big day from Zeke, and it seems like for whatever reason, every Thanksgiving Zeke. Tends to have Agreed. A big day. Oh yeah, so, he does. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe you see a heavy dose of run in this game, with or without CD. Um, the lines for this game, boys are favored by seven and a half. Over unders at fifty one and a half. Mhm. You got anything on this? Not on that game. I don't know. It's just another f- football game. Both teams need to win. Uh, just a quick note. All teams playing tomorrow or today when you guys are listening, playing on Thanksgiving, they all lost last week. Awesome. All six, six, right? Yeah. There's three games. Yeah. All six teams lost, so you know it should be good. Everyone should be battling because everyone needs a win after coming off a loss. So. Right. Uh, so then finishing the day, uh, Thanksgiving, it will be a 7:20 game. Bills Saints. They're going to New Orleans. Um, I think this is the exact same story as the Raiders Cowboys game, right? Like the Bills desperately need a big yeah. bounce back win. Um, Josh Allen, who you've said, hasn't been back. looking that great. Really needs to light this one up. 
gain some confidence maybe. Both teams um, need a win. Maybe they can get some rushing game going, something, anything. Um, Bills really need a win here. Uh, I think the Saints are pretty much screwed for the season with no quarterback. Yeah. Um, Kamara obviously is banged up. Uh, it's some stuff to watch, obviously, with the Saints going on there to see what they want to do going forward. They just signed – oh, we didn't talk about that either. Uh, Taysom Hill signed that big deal for like $40 <laughs> million. I don't get it because they're not even using him as no. a starting quarterback, so it really makes no sense to me why they would sign him for that much. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, Bills are favored by six, over-unders 45 and a half. Um, I don't know. I th- I think the Bills win this one convincingly. Yeah, but me it, too. It's gonna be it's it's tough to say. Yep. Um, for this week for our Thanksgiving special, kind of been leading up to this the whole time, but uh, our freest money of the week we decided has to come from the Thanksgiving game. Uh, so after last week, we're both now tied three and one. So it's a race basically to two at this point. Um, because it was first to five to see who has to pay for each other's bar tab. Uh, last week, so I had Wake Forest, who lost outright, and I had Michigan to cover 15 against Maryland. They won by 41, so yeah, that was pretty nice. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about that Wake Forest game at all? Or? Uh, No, just yeah. bad. Clemson woke up. Yeah, Clemson kind of looked like the team that people like thought they were going to be yeah, this year. Yeah, and Wake Forest, just their offensive line couldn't hold yeah. the five stars on their side. All right, uh, you go ahead with yours. Freest money of the week? Yep. Okay. I'm going to take the Bears and Lions under 41 and a half. Um, I don't think it matters if Goff plays or not. Their offense hasn't been great with him. He's obviously just better than their backup. I don't even know. I it's, forgot his uh, name. The guy that Doyle. No, it's a guy, no? Tim Boyle. It's Tim Boyle, Tim Boyle. Um, so, Goff, you know, Bears obviously struggling. I just think it's going to be such a shitty low-scoring game. Uh, I, most people probably would, I know it's not a lot of points, but I honestly think it's going to be 17 to 10, 13, 10, 10, 3, <laughs> some, just a low scoring shitty game. Um, so that's where I'm at. So we'll know by, by about two o'clock if this hits or not. First game of the day. Uh, so I'm going with the last game of the day and I'm going bills minus six bills minus six. Yeah. Like I said, they need a bounce I was debating back. on it. I was debating on that one. And again, it sounds like I was also talking, thinking about the under, too. So I, just <laughs> I don't like betting the under, me but I think it. Um, so I'm going Bills minus six. Again, I think it's because biggest thing for me was I think Kamara's not going to play. Yeah. Um, and I, I just – they have nobody on offense without Alvin. And so I just – Without forty-one on that field and no quarter, no real quarterback, it's it's hard to say that they're going to be able. Excuse me. It's going to be hard for them to score any points. I think the Bills' defense steps up. Um, they have a bounce back from last week, obviously giving up a bunch to the Colts. Also, side note: Mark Ingram is also banged up. Sounds like he might not play either. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it's going to be really hard for the Saints to get anything going on yeah. offense because they literally don't have a quarterback or a running back yeah. or a wide receiver. <laughs> so realistically, I just think the Bills need this win and they're going to get the job done on Thursday night, tomorrow night. Yep. Um, anything else, NFL? Uh, No. I had one no. side note before we get to the recaps. Um, I'm assuming, or the preview. I'm assuming you wanted to talk about the Packers and the Rams game a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
there is some sort of injury going on with Rodgers right now. It sounds like it's turf toe. He said that he's like it, it's not going to take him out of the game um, or any games this season. He said something that's not going to go away. Yeah, that um, sucks. But he's going to play through it. Um, maybe he's just making excuses. I'm not really I don't. sure. Yeah. But it's not like he played bad last week. No. So yeah. I, 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 I mean, obviously it's probably bothering him, but – but he can tough it out for right. four quarters and right, yeah. And I mean, obviously it hurts more even now knowing that he's banged up that Alton Jenkins went down because obviously you want to protect him. Um, and then Bakhtari coming back would have been yeah. huge to have both those guys in the yeah, lineup. Yeah, he's gonna have to scramble a little bit yeah. against the Rams D line. All right, go ahead with the previews if you want. Preview. Um, I definitely had that game. Um, NFC implications. I think. Packers want to get back on track. Rams haven't looked great in the last couple weeks. They want to get back on track at Lambeau Field, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so see how they do in the cold. Yeah, did you see the line? Mm-hmm. Oh, pick them. Oh, I saw pick them today. Minus one. Um, so that's obviously going to be a good game. Uh, Bill Saints I had as a game to watch just because both teams need to win. Um, I'm favoring the Bills, uh, trying to get them back on track. And then the other big game, uh, Titans-Patriots. Just because AFC battles uh, should be a really, really good game. See if the Titans uh, can obviously bounce back from their horrible week. See if the Patriots keep rolling. Um, I think it's going to be a well-coached game. Obviously, those teams know each other. They're kind of mirror images. Yeah, for, Or at least Vrabel tries to mirror it's, the Patriots yeah, well, as best with, as he can. Especially without Derrick Henry. Like they yeah, have I don't. A.J. Uh, Brown might not be playing. That's, he also got banged up. That's brutal. So I just thought from AFC um, playoff number one seed or number one in their division kind of thing. Yeah, right. Titans Patriots a game to look forward to. But that was about it All for right. the big games. Bums and breakouts. Yes. All right, I'll go first with my bums. Uh, so I have Brandon Cooks on this list um, for my first one. Three point eight points, only three targets for uh, for two catches. Makes really no sense because there's nobody else to throw the ball to yeah, there. I, in a win. In a win. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I st- still don't get it. I have him on a couple fantasy teams. I'm hoping that he can figure it out because I need him. Um, but, yeah, 3.8 in a win makes no sense. Yeah. Um, and then my second one was Dak Prescott. He had 2.64 points <laughs> against... Obviously, Chiefs defense is getting better, but still not very good. Um, I just it's it's a big letdown for anybody that had Dak, especially with the way he started the season. That yeah. he was out for a little bit, and then he came back, and now it's like, dude, he hasn't done that well the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, you got to have more than two point six four points. Agreed. So go ahead. Um. So I also had Brandon Cooks on mine, uh, as Max talked about. So I won't go over that, just bad. Um, and then Russell Wilson I had. Uh, there's about four or five quarterbacks to pick from yeah. this week that all had shitty weeks. I yeah. just picked Russ because he was on my team. But <laughs> So he went 14 for 26, 206 yards, no touchdowns, 8.48 points. Refs need to get off the whistle in this game. My God. Bad. Six and a half minutes left, and there's bonus? 15 15 balls. Um, both, yeah, both seven and eight. Bonus. Both wow. teams in the bonus. Uh, but, yeah, Russell Wilson just – I don't know, hasn't been able to hit the deep ball. Should be getting something easy to Metcalf or Lockett, two really, really good receivers in my eyes. But So Russell and Brandon Cooks. Uh, for my breakouts, I had Deontay Johnson uh, for the Steelers. Um, he had 13 targets, 
Seven receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown, 23.1 points. Um, he is the number one in Pittsburgh, and he had a great game. Uh, my second one is Elijah Moore from the Jets. Um, he caught eight balls for 141 yards and one touchdown, which is a pretty good day. Yeah, very good day. 29.6 points. So those are my breakouts. My breakouts, I had Zach Ertz, 28.8 points. Uh, eight catches, 88 yards, two touchdowns. This is exactly what the Titans traded for. The or the Titans, Jesus, the Cardinals traded for. Um, the type of tight end that they traded for. Yeah. Um, you know, this is what they wanted. They wanted another offensive piece. Uh, this is the game that they've been hoping for, looking for something that they need to look forward to to have from him. <clears throat> Especially with Hopkins out, he stepped up big. They got the job done, got the win. Uh, yeah, 28.8 points on eight catches, 88 yards. Pretty good. Um, and then second one I had was Darnell Mooney, 23.1 <laughs> points. Um, coming off a 20-point game um, before their bye, I believe. I think they had a bye last yeah, week, right? Yeah. Or two weeks ago, and then their game before that. Um, he had 16 targets. Holy. He only caught five of them, but he had 16 <laughs> targets. Yeah, that's crazy. And they were for 121 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, if you're a fantasy owner, like, something to look to, like, don't quote me on this because I'm not, like, the greatest fantasy football player or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. But something that I've, like, noticed, especially when you're looking for, like, a wide receiver three, like, you don't have somebody that's that good. Yeah. Like, if they if they had a big week, that's one thing, like – but you gotta. I always look at targets and catches. Like, obviously, three, like if somebody has three targets and two touchdowns, like, yeah, okay, well, yeah. yeah, they just had a big week. But if this guy who had sixteen targets, I mean, that's something to look at because sixteen targets is a lot. Agreed. And regardless, if you're catching them for, you know, if you're catching ten of them for twenty yeah. yards, like that's still yeah a huge fantasy day. Like, you gotta, you gotta. At least look at targets for sure because targets definitely matter. Uh, Badgers just took the lead, 48-46. Johnny Davis, three. Yeah, Johnny Davis just hit a three first lead since eight to six. Four and a half minutes left. So we'll keep you updated as we go. Um, We're almost done here, really. Um, But moving on to bets of the week. So we said that we are going to keep track of our standings on this just for fun um, between the two of us. Badger just scored another bucket, 50-46, to 46, <laughs> so that's big. Um, we're both 10-6. and six. Uh, We figured we'll actually keep the standings so we don't have to sit here and talk about it yeah. and try to figure out where yeah. we're at. Yeah. So I put, the, I put those in there this week. So we're both 10-6, and six, which is crazy. We're both 3-1 and one in freest money, too. Um, so I think, and other than last week, we haven't had any of the same picks. And last week, both of the picks we had lost. Yeah. Together. Oh yeah, we should have switched those. Yeah. Immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we I I feel like we knew that was coming. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we both went two and two last week. It makes us both ten and six on the year. Um. And I'll start with my under of the week. So I'm riding this uh, Seattle trend. Um, they've been hammering the under basically. Yeah. Um, even with the worst defense in the league, but they're playing Washington this week. Who obviously they played good last week. What's but the line still, at? Forty-six and a half. Forty-six and a half. 
So I'm going to just ride the trend here. Yeah. Obviously, Russ is looking to come back and be Russ that we all know. Um, but I'm just, I, I still think he came back a little too early. And I still don't think he's going to look that great. And Heineke, I expect to have a shitty week yeah. this week because yeah. he had a good week yeah. last week, and it seems to be what he does. Uh, so I'm going 46.5 under for okay. Seattle, Washington. Uh, my under takes place tomorrow or today. Raiders, Cowboys, under 51 and a half. Um, I didn't know if CD was going to play. Um, definitely went, took this line without CD, but even if he does play, you know, I think it's a blowout for the Cowboys, but 30 to somewhere in there. Raiders have been struggling. I don't see them moving the ball all too much against the Cowboys D, who really needs a win. Uh, so under 51 and a half. Uh, okay, then moving to over. Why don't you go ahead? Yep. Uh, so my over, I have Steelers, Bengals over 45. Um, Steelers have been putting up points and can put up points. Bengals got to keep the train rolling. Um, they've had good weeks and bad weeks. I'm uh, just kind of hoping they have a good week. Um, I think this is a tight game. Uh, last second field goal kind of game. Uh, so over 45. So I'm going over against the trends, really. I mean, not so much really because it's both one team that has been consistently hitting the over and one team that hasn't. Um, the Packers and the Rams, it's 48. I know it's going to be cold, but I just feel like this is kind of like the Vikings-Packers game last week. It's going to be a high-scoring uh, game. I think Rodgers and Stafford are going to go at each other. Um, defense obviously didn't play great last week. Kind of expecting the same thing this week against a high-powered Rams offense. Rams looking to get back on track. I expect them to score a lot of points. Packers to score a lot of points. I think the Packers are going to win this game, um, but I think it's going to be like a, you know, 34-24 or 31-24 game, something like that, mm -hmm. something in there um, where I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring shootout come down to, like, the last possession type thing um, where there's just going to be, you know, it's just going to be high-scoring. I think, you know, obviously both teams are more than capable of scoring 25 points. Um, so I think the over 48 is actually a little low. So I, I, I think, yeah. you know, somewhere in the 51 range, I would have stayed away from this, but 48, I like, so that's where I'm at dog of the week. Um, so side note here, I'm going against my boys that I've been all, all on board for the last couple weeks, especially I'm going Titans plus six and a half against the Patriots. Um, I don't think the Titans are going to win this game. I think the Patriots are still going to win this game. I just think six and a half points is too many. Yeah. I th I, I think like four, four, three, somewhere in there would yeah. have been uh, a better line. I'm not saying that it's a bad line. Obviously, I could look really dumb next week. Um, but I just think I think the Titans keep this one close. It, it might be a low-scoring game, 17-14, yeah. uh, 21-17, you know, something like that. Um, but I, I just six and a half, it just seems like too many points yep. for me. Uh, so for my dog, um, I really didn't like the card all too much, so I just went with the Vikings plus three and a half at 49ers. I looked at that one too. Um, Vikings are on the upper trend. I hope, I think they can keep it going. 49ers have covered one game at home, I believe, this year. Uh, so I don't truly believe in the 49ers. Uh, I think they don't really know what they're doing on offense because of all the injuries and stuff, so I think the Vikings will be well prepared for anything they throw at them. Um, hopefully Kirk's able to move the ball, throw the ball to J.J. and Thielen down the field. And um, I think they went outright, but I'm going to take Vikings plus three and a half. 
I like that. I mean, I looked at that one as well. Yeah. Um. So just three and a half. I don't know. Seems like a lot. Yeah. Kinda. Again, the Vikings have played in so many close close games. Yeah. Game, so, so even it's if like, it's by a field goal. Right. You know. Right. Uh. So my favorite of the week. I'm going Chargers minus three against the Broncos. Um. Johnny Davis just hit another big shot. Fifty-two forty-eight. Got twenty. Scotty. Um. He's now 7 of 16, so he stepped it up quite a bit. Two and a half minutes left to play. Um, so I'm going Chargers minus 3 against the Broncos. Again, Chargers are looking good after last week, putting up a lot of points. The offense started to get back on track a little bit. I know the Broncos' defense really shut down the Cowboys. I don't think this is the same situation for the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to light it up again. Um, I just I think Herbert kind of figured himself out a little bit. I think Eckler is going to get the ball going against yeah. the Broncos, even if it's just some dink and dunk stuff, get him in open space um, type thing. Uh, but, yeah, favorite is Chargers minus three against the Broncos. My favorite is the Eagles minus three and a half against the Giants. Um, I just think the Giants are a big mess right now uh, with firing their offensive coordinator. Uh, their defense hasn't looked great. The Eagles are starting to figure out they're going to run the ball a whole lot. Um, they're not going to be able to protect Daniel Jones. Uh, I think Eagles win by 10-plus, to be honest with you. But just because yeah. of the upward trend and downward trend kind right. of thing. So For sure. <clears throat> Eagles minus 3.5. Uh, so last week we asked you guys for some suggestions. Um, wanted to hear kind of from you guys about who your top five athletes of all time were. Um, so our favorite one we got this week was from Jacob Pacos. Um and so I'm just going to read kind of, he gave us uh, his top five and some stuff that he said about them. So I'm going to kind of give you the little, you know, I'm going to tell you what he said about these guys that he picked. Um, so I'll start with his fifth, uh, Muhammad Ali, greatest boxer of all time. Uh, speeches were extremely powerful. It gives him chills every time he hears them. I really like this pick. I also, another side note, I like that there's... A bunch of different sports in his top five yeah um that was another thing that kind of wanted me wanted to make me pick this one to talk about on the show um so boxing i don't watch a ton of it no but no. obviously if anybody knows anything about boxing they Muhammad, know that you know uh, about muhammad yeah you know ali is one of the greatest of all time and he has so many good speeches out there so totally agree with everything they said here um his fourth was dennis rodman absolute freak of eight Freak of nature, no fucks given. And I'd have to agree <laughs> with this facts. one as well. Yeah. Um, for sure. He really mm. didn't care. Um, St. Mary's just hit a 354-53, one minute and 30 seconds left on the clock. Um, yeah, I'd agree with this one too. I yeah. Mean, Rodman, obviously crazy guy. Nobody knows ever what's going on with Dennis Rodman. Nobody ever knew what was going on with Dennis Rodman, but he'd go out there and just beat the hell out of everybody, yeah. on the, especially on the glass. Like, dude, just eat up every board that was anywhere near him. So totally like this pick. Kind of like a role-player guy that just obviously took the league by storm back then. Still to this day left a mark on the league. Um, then number three, he had Devin Hester. Um, and this is one of those ones where a moment from a player gets into your top five, yeah, I would assume. Yeah. You know, obviously Devin Hester had a ton of big moments for the Bears back in the day. Uh, still one of the best returners of all time. 
took back the opening kickoff in the Super Bowl against the Colts. Yeah. Obviously, that was super he said sick. he said that's why he's in his number three. I would assume it's like one of those things where it, had he did not done that, might not be in the top five or might maybe be a little lower. Um, but yeah, uh, Jacobs number three was Devin Hester, um, and then number two he's got Ovechkin. Uh, this is kind of like the Kobe thing for me here. Yeah. Uh, stayed with the capital his whole career, brought him a ship, um, and obviously Ovechkin, one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, Agreed. Right in there, you, you can't say he's not. Um, I think if anybody would give you a list, he would be in the top five for NFL or NHL players. Yeah. Um, so his number two, Alex Ovechkin. And then lastly, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Is his number one. That's my guy, too. Yeah, just an absolute legend. Gives no fucks. Yeah. Um, another one right in there. Same thing. Really doesn't give a shit. He knows he's the GOAT. Says he's the GOAT. <laughs> and he'll always be the GOAT in his yeah, own mind. I don't know much about soccer. But Zlatan's my favorite player. <laughs> he is a legend for sure. I don't know that he's actually the GOAT. But he will say he was. And nobody will tell him anything different. Because he really doesn't give a fuck. Um... So thank you, Pacos, for that. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, another big shot. Was that Davis or? Wall. Oh, Tyler Wall. Another big one. 57-53. Uh, Badgers. 47 seconds left. Um, so thank you for that. We didn't get around to getting the stuff out for the apparel this week. No. Um, only just because we got the holiday coming up this holiday week. Um, a lot of shit going on. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So look for that next week. I've already sent the text out um, to see if we can get some alternate looks um, at our sweatshirts. Just because white, we don't think is obviously the best. I mean, we love the way they look. Uh, just but for practicality. Reasons, but yeah, white sweatshirts. Wearing them anywhere is a problem. It's a big problem. Anything white. For sure. I this one. I don't know how it. I wore this in Nashville. And I woke up the next morning, it was just covered in soda and <laughs> stuff, so I'm surprised all the stains came out. Um, but yeah, look look for that next week following Thanksgiving week. Um, we'll, we'll get those out there, I promise, and then yep. we'll get an order in for you guys. Um, but moving on to the top five of the week, uh, holiday special, we're going top five holidays. Uh, so why don't you take it away with five? Number five, top five holidays. Um, for my number five, I have Christmas. Um, what? What? You have Christmas at five? Yeah, I don't really like Christmas. Wow. <laughs> All well, right. Okay. Just because I don't really like the snow. Um, it's kind of gotten different now that we're getting older. You know, you don't get the same gifts, the same joy and excitement. We're kind of have Christmas for an hour and then yeah, it's just a normal ass day for us. Like we take the tree down immediately and just like. I don't know. I've never been a big Christmas guy just because I don't like the snow. I don't like being cold. I like getting gifts, but that's obviously not what it's about. But yeah, for <laughs> so sure. that's my number five. I don't know. Uh, so my five is Easter. Um, kind of like he was saying about Christmas. Like we're at that age where like Easter doesn't really. No, yeah. It, you don't do much on Easter. You go to church and that's about it. Yeah. Um, but still, it's got to be in the top five, just because there's really not that many holidays. No, yeah. I thought this was going to be super easy, and yeah, then I, we did it, uh, and I was yeah. like, wait, there's really not that many. Easter's like, not on my list, because I forgot about it. Like, there's just <laughs> not a lot of, like, main holidays, like, that we do anything no, for anymore. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, I put five on there, or Easter at five, 
uh, just because it's like it's one of the main holidays. Um, it was fun as kids, obviously, doing all that Easter egg hunting and stuff. Um, but yeah, so my fourth is New Year's. Actually, I was kind of reluctant to put this on there just because I work every New Year's. Yeah. Um, but the the saving grace for me was New Year's Day. We usually just go out and get loaded New Year's Day after working all all night. And it's obviously fun to have that day off. Usually there's some really good football on. Uh, that's another big thing for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that um, but also just like New Year's, you know, you're looking forward to a new year. Um, you have like, it usually makes you feel a little good, right? Like, yeah. Because it's like, okay, this year's kind of sucked. But like yeah. next year, you know, at least you have that feeling like, better. oh, it might be better, you know, like, you know, whatever. Um, so I just, just the like spirit involved yeah. around New Year's, I guess, was... The reason that it's yep. on there. Um, so variety number four is uh, today for you guys, Thanksgiving. Um, I know for my family, we don't get a whole lot of people together, never have, but it's nice to just get everyone together. Um, everyone's super busy, but it's just one day. Spend with your family, spend it with your extended family, get everyone together, have a drink, have a good time, eat some good food. So for sure. I look forward to it. So Thanksgiving is my number four. Uh, so my number three is actually Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, same reasons you just also yeah. you said um, getting family together, eating really good food, watching football all day. Yeah. I mean, just like you, you got nothing to do. You blackout Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. I put in there too. Yeah, blackout Wednesday is always fun. We're getting geared up for that already. Super excited for that. Um, you won't know this, and I, so I'm not even gonna say it. But um, yeah, Thanksgiving number three for me. Uh, number three for me is New Year's uh, for all the reasons you said. Um, just kind of night to go out and celebrate uh, with all your friends, all your family, whatever you guys do. Uh, but just looking on to the new year, uh, I know we had some shitty years on last past or the past couple of years. Uh, so it's just turning that new page, uh, setting new goals, looking forward to new year and all the stuff that you can. What am I trying to say? Um, get through, uh, look forward to, meet your goals, that kind of stuff. So New Year's for me is number three, and it's a super fun night. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, like I said, I always have to work on New Year's. So yeah. I usually, that, no, that yeah, kind of. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't have that. Yeah. I usually go out, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my number two, I have 4th of July. Um, just because it's like, I, I'm huge on America, um, all that. And like the fireworks are obviously always cool. This is another one I always usually have to work on. Um, but it's still fun. It's, like, cool to see, like, everybody celebrating the United States and, like, what the United States is about. And always, hopefully, one of these days I'll be able to take 4th of July off and go somewhere for yeah. it. Um, but that's the only reason it fell at number two for me is just because I always work on it. But uh, if if I didn't, it would be number one probably. Yep. Uh, so right number two is your birthday. Fire. But <laughs> Fire. it's a holiday to you. Um, you know, it's your day you usually have fun do whatever you want everyone has to kind of listen to you you only get 24 hours until it's back to normal right. so you just kind of live it up i know i've had a couple of good birthdays in a row just get everyone together get as many, this one yeah just get as many friends possible as i can people that i haven't seen people i like to hang out with and and my birthday's in the summer so it makes it even a little bit better bucky but. is now your maui gym <laughs> maui invitational champions they just won 61-55 against St. Mary's. Let's go, boys. Fire back. Up. Have a day in Vegas, will ya? I'd love to. <laughs> but, yeah, number two is your birthday. I, I like that. 
You can do your number one. Oh, uh, my number one is uh, the 4th of July. Uh, for all the things you said, um, it's during the summer. Um, either I'm on the river or around a pool, warm weather, beers. Uh, usually good friends around me. Um, I just like it because it's in the summer. You know, yeah. you kind of get the day off, just relax, enjoy company, enjoy America. Uh, you kind of realize how good your life is. And sure. things could definitely be worse. So right. July 4th is my favorite holiday. And then mine is Christmas, uh, just because I always have this day <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of this comes down to just work. Um, but, yeah, Christmas, uh, same thing. You know, it's it's a family holiday. It goes back to, like, going to my grandma's house all the time and, like, being with my whole extended family and, like, all my cousins and everything, just getting a the hangout and all the Christmas traditions that we have. Um, like we set candles out on the sidewalk and all that stuff. Just like, it's just super traditional. Like it's just something that you'll always remember your whole life. So it's just a Christmas for me. Like you said, getting older kind of sucks. It's not really the same. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely still something fun to yeah. look forward to always off usually. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, but, yep. But uh, let us know your top five holidays. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. Please, every week, please just send us your, your stuff and we'll, you know, if if we like them, we'll put them on the show. And if not, we'll at least thank you for yeah. sending us stuff. Um, so please just keep the interaction up. It it helps us for sure. Uh, so the last thing we have is take of the week. Yep. Um, and then the show will be over for this and then happy Thanksgiving. So yep. why don't you go with your take of the week? Uh, my take of the week, um, I have two just really quick ones. Um, I think this is the year Gonzaga wins the national title. Um, I think they get over the hump. I think Chet puts them to a whole nother level. Um, I think they roll everyone in the regular season, uh, and they f- figure it out, make it to the Final Four, win the national championship. Um, I think this year is just a little bit different for Gonzaga. My second one, uh, the Chicago Bulls finished top four seed. Um, I know they've been doing really well early um, in the East, obviously, but um, everyone's kind of expecting them to lose, drop a couple games in a row, kind of come back to reality. But mm-hmm. I think I really like their team, um, and they haven't figured themselves out yet completely. Um, so I honestly think the Bulls finish top four seed in the East. Yeah. Just because the Bucks and some other top teams aren't playing as well right now. For sure. So, uh, so my take of the week, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. I think Oklahoma State's going to make the playoffs. They're going to beat Oklahoma twice because I think um, – Wait, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think Oklahoma is um, – no, they wouldn't play Oklahoma. No, they unless play. They play Baylor. Baylor. Sorry. Uh, so if Oklahoma State wins this week, which I expect them to against Oklahoma, I also think that Baylor is going to be Texas Tech. I don't think they should have any problems there. So I think Oklahoma State will play Baylor in the Big 12 championship. I think that they're going to win that convincingly. Um, and I think that – they might not necessarily make the playoffs, but they're for sure going to be in that talk, and it's yeah. going to make things super interesting. Yeah. Because it's, again, going to boil down to, does Notre Dame not playing a championship game help or hurt them? Hurt. Because that's going to be where it's at. It's, hurt most years. That's exactly where it's going to be at again for Notre Dame. Yeah. Because if Oklahoma State gets the job done this week on Saturday, and then they go next week and beat Baylor in the, in the Big Ten or Big 12 championship, Jesus, can't talk. Big 12 championship, then it's like, how can you not put Oklahoma State in, right? They're going to have two wins against top 10 teams back-to-back in a championship game. They won the championship outright, 
and Notre Dame sitting at, without a conference, no game. They have another bye week. It's just like, how can you not put Notre Dame in, or Oklahoma yeah. State in over yeah. Notre Dame? Yeah. So Agreed. that's where I'm at. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your holiday week. Uh, happy Thanksgiving from us at 608 Sports Podcast. Um, and please, again, look forward to those um, stories and stuff that we're going to put out on our Instagram page, the 608 Sports Podcast. If you're not already following, check it out. Um, we're going to have some alternative looks probably next week. I would assume we should have those by. Um, but if not, just keep an eye out because we do want to put an order in. We want to get you guys repping some gear. Um, just some stuff to add to your inventory. Um, but again, thank you guys. Enjoy your holiday. Yep, week. absolutely. Thank you guys. We'll Happy Thanksgiving. Week.